quite know what to do with that one. It's kind of just, I don't know. We're like trained now to like go, hey, we're, so, we're so used to it. But, you know, this is another episode of The Casual Fan. I am Cheza. This is El Sasson, a.k.a. TM, a.k.a. TM, a.k.a. ISO, a.k.a. Sounds like the the Method Man skit. You ever heard the Method Man uh, Judgment Day album? Yeah. Or like Chris, the one of the few people that bought it. Chris. Oh no, he saw. No, so many people bought that album thinking it'd be Takao one, but it was not. I'm so tired of the disrespect that album gets. It was a good album. I liked it, but I heard a lot of people just talk a lot of junk about it. But yeah, if you listen to Method Man, go listen to uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. Is it Judgment Day 2000? Uh, Judgment, Tikal 2000, Tikal 2000 Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Check that out, Wicked Album. But yeah, so today, you know, like usual, we're going to talk wrestling, we're going to talk movies, and we're going to talk random shit. And I'm also going to smoke this. Um, oh, big up our new Shot Club sponsor, Spaced Out Experience. Spaced Out Experience, you can find them in Kensington. Uh, just got this grinder slash... Um, it's a, it's not a big thing. It's a it's a blunt. It's a blunt. They it's, call it a blunt. It's the V twelve um, mini. So yeah. Yeah. I'm a casual smoker, so this is all new to me. So as you can see, he's using the barbecue lighter. Yeah. Casual smoker. Because <laughs> apparently, real smokers don't have lighters. <laughs> we don't walk around with well, barbecue I'm not, lighters. I'm kind of in, you know, in mobile space, so. Okay, so, get into wrestling, you know, we had Raw this week, we had SmackDown, WrestleMania is about a week away, next week is the go-home show. Yeah. So, it's a week away. Um... I guess they're ready for WrestleMania. I so, guess they are, but they're not really. Uh, let us go through. It seemed rushed. It, um, yeah, it seems like they don't really know what they're doing right now. 69, Private Joker, what's up? You're here now on The Casual Fan. We're going to spend the first segment, and then after that, you're going to have to go to uh, YouTube, where we're at. Bula, so, Bula Beef. Let's start this. Let's, let's get the timer going. Oh, yeah, um, timer. Yeah, but... It seemed rushed that they put the, the belt up uh, flare. Even before we even get into that, let's first get let's start with Raw. Raw, there was really nothing to talk about. Truly. It was a, a holdover show, pretty much. And that is the Raw review. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, how, you, how you doing, Blacks? Biggest thing was... What up? Biggest thing was um, the Beat the Clock. Where Charlotte, Rhonda, and Becky went against the right squad. So, which kind of shit on the right squad because they didn't even think the right squad would beat any of them. But yeah, I like the right squad. They're alright, but they're shitting on them. They're shitting on them, make them look like they can't beat any of those three. They're shitting on the, um, the Revival too. Oh yeah, well, Revival been... lost to Aleister Black and Ricochet again. They've been champion and I don't believe they've won anything yet. That's, anything. that's terrible. That's horrible. And then... Is that like MVP? 
Did they do that with, with MVP? Actually, I didn't watch around MVP's time. I think they did that with MVP when he was the U.S. champion. They just had him lose like a gang of times, and it was just like, yo, he's but a champion. They've been doing that with like a lot of champions right now. Like, think about Jinder Mahal. Like, <clears throat> he only won like his big matches till he really lost, and now. Yeah, well, you know what that was about. You know what that yeah, title. They was wanted about. that the Indian market. Yeah. Which didn't work because it's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then. Also, there was a last man standing match. Um, Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre, which I thought Dean was supposed to be written off last week when he had the false count anywhere match with maybe, Drew McIntyre. Maybe he rescheduled his vacation. What do you mean? He's supposed to be done. I know. Maybe he rescheduled <laughs> his vacation. You know he's not gone for good. We'll see. He, they say he hasn't signed anything, but we'll see. We'll see. Sounds like a business tactic. It's true. And they said um, WWE announced it, and they never announced that, right? So, mm -hmm. everyone still believes it to work. But yeah, so there was that match. Dean lost again. I guess this writes him out now. Uh, Kurt Angle went up against Samoa Joe. It was alright. Samoa Joe got rolled up again. Like he did, what's it called, last week. They need to protect him. When they he went up against um, Kofi Kingston, which yeah. he got rolled up. They need to protect him just the same way. What's up, Tony? They need to protect him the same way that they should have protected uh, Bray Wyatt. I mean, he's he's too much of a monster to be rolled up. Yeah, and he could be rolled up. Two weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row. So so then there was a handicap match, Finn Balor against Bobby Lashley and yeah, the aforementioned <laughs> Jinder Mahal. Which, yeah, Jinder I thought that, Finn, that means Finn Balor gets to go against Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental belt. He just lost to him for WrestleMania. Yeah. So Elias was all over the city playing guitar. I like Elias' character, man. I do, but I don't think they know what they're doing with him. But he still, whatever they give him, he does. Like, he works it. Then all Sasha Banks versus Natalia. Um, Nia Jax and Tamina came out. Messed up the whole thing, so yeah, we know it's so, a four way now. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, but I guess with a running time of six hours for WrestleMania, there's only so much you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Then the whole um, Alex Bliss had a moment of bliss, featuring Braun and Saturday Night Live dudes. Are they are they a thing? Like in real life? In Saturday Night Live, yeah, but. No, what real happened? life. What do you mean? Um, Are they a couple? Yeah. I have no clue. I, I just know that they're Saturday Night Live because of WWE. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go real random real quick. Um, I just learned how to make caramel. How do you make caramel? It's just sugar and water. Uh, sugar, oh, sugar, yeah. water. You add some butter and um, one more ingredient, I think. I think probably, well... Brown sugar, yeah. I believe, but yeah, I think no. Dwight, you could do it with white, white sugar too. Yeah. Uh, Dwight used to make it. Yeah, man. Put it on our um, popcorn. Neither here nor there. No, Tony says, "Geez, Trace never got my hoodie!" Exclamation! 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 Oh yeah, back to raw. <laughs> Soon come. But yeah, so that whole moment of bliss, Braun with the Saturday Night Live guys. So now they're in the Andre the Giant 
Battle Royale, the Saturday Night Live guys. Does that mean anything? Not really, but Braun is in it, so does he mean anything anymore? Not really. Think about it, he has nothing right now. So Just that. sad. <laughs> Tony, that's what I thought. Um, what else? Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews. We can skip that. Paul Heyman and Seth Rollins had a screen match. Wait, why did they put... Um, wait, who was it against... Um, Apollo Crews? Baron Corbin. Oh, okay. It's because, um, I believe, if, if it wasn't last week, it was the week before, Apollo Crews went up against Baron Corbin and won. Okay. So, is that like is is there gonna be like somewhat of a real push or? So they say they want to push Apollo Cruz, but right now they don't know what to do with anybody. Sounds like so it. unless you're not, if you're not like really making a character yourself, you're not gonna get pushed out here. That's what sucks, but that's what happens. But yeah. So then Triple H and Batista, he reads Batista's letter of demands, makes fun of it, says it sounds, reading it, it sounds like a Spice Girl song, tell me what you want, what do I really, really want, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, so that was pretty much raw. The biggest thing to come out of that is really nothing, but the beat the clock, I guess. And the beat the clock, there was like no sticks, like no it made no difference. Whoever had the fastest time was just known to win fastest. That was it. So, Raw was kind of pointless. Wow, wow. Uh, SmackDown was more interesting. SmackDown. They're really into these gauntlet matches these days. Yeah. How many gauntlet matches have you seen in the past, like, two months? The past two months, so a lot. Like, what, past two weeks is two, right? <clears throat> so, now think about how many you've seen in the last, like, two years. That's, uh, yeah. But, okay. So, with SmackDown, I believe that started out with, um, hold on. Let me pull it up. I mean, I like, yes. Well, I don't even know. But anyways. So, SmackDown. You know what really bored the hell out of me? Um, Shane. Shane and um, the Miz. Yeah. You think so? I think Miz I only, it right. I only saw like half of it. I just uh, anytime they do something with a man and trying to put somebody over, it just they've been trying to recreate Stone Cold and Vince with everyone. Yeah, with every it's man. Just, it's just not happening. It's not working. But yeah, so it starts off with New Day in the ring. Talking about how much Kofi deserves his WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan. And they demand to, before they decide to quit, they want to have a conversation with Vince. So they call Vince out, Vince McMahon comes out. Before he gets to talk, Daniel Bryan cuts him off, calls them, calls him a B-plus player. <laughs> McMahon, they start going back and forth, so McMahon tells him to shut up. He's, he asks... He says, I know that Kofi's a B plus um, a B plus player, but are you guys a B plus uh, team? Team. So they say if you win in the gauntlet match, then Kofi gets to be in be in the thing. So that ends there. 
It goes to, which is a weird rationale for awarding somebody you think is a B plus player. Right. But anyway. hey, if you if we don't think you could do it, how about your friends prove that you could do it while you don't prove it? It's backwards. They should have did the New Day Gauntlet match last week and yeah. then this one this week, but whatever. So it goes into the whole Becky Lynch is in the back doing a interview. Charlotte Flair comes out. Like in her interview, she's saying like she's a Royal Rumble winner. Um, Ronda has the belt. What's who Charlotte? Like why is she even in this? Like she just really was just pushed in this. So then that goes to Charlotte going out to the ring saying she's gonna prove that she deserves to be in the ring. Calls out Oscar, wins the belt. So now Charlotte that's has the belt. That's crazy. Yeah, you can just call out the champ for the title. Mind you, plan for this show was a. Fatal Four Way with Naomi, Carmella, and the Absolution Girls, Mandy Rose and um, what's the MMA girl? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, so them four were supposed to do a Fatal Four Way, and the winner would go against Asuka at WrestleMania. So they pretty much scrapped that, gave Charlotte the belt. So now there's two belts in the main event, two belts in a Royal Rumble window winner. Okay. So, there's that. And then, pretty much it goes to the gauntlet match. If there was any other matches. Oh, then there was the whole Shane McMahon and Miz thing going back and forth. Miz looking like he's always crying again, talking about he's going to beat Shane. Shane comes out with security plus sanity. A whole, whole bunch of people. I think Epico. <laughs> Just lined up. Shelton Benjamin and Miz surprisingly runs through them all like I don't know just because he's a baby face I don't know when he turned into Cena but I don't know man I'm not I'm not a fan of him as a face I'm not a fan uh, of Shane as as a as a heel no, Shane as a heel could work because he seems like he's a dick like in real life he seems like he's a dick so if he channels some of that go over easy yeah but Miz doesn't look like you ever see Miz on his show yeah. It doesn't just look like a sucker. Like, the way he talks, the way he acts and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I don't expect you to be like that. So whenever he's a good guy, it's like, it's not a good guy you you want to see. It's, it's not like, one oh, you're cheering for. A cornball, bro. It's not like a Finn Balor. Right. He's just a cornball. And then, so yeah. That was the whole thing, Miss thing. Then Kurt Angle, on his retirement tour, he comes up against AJ. DQ'd, Randy Orton jumps in, hits um, AJ with the RKO, goes to hit Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle gives him the Kurt Angle slam, that, that, that's that match. And then it goes into the, oh, Mysterio, brings out his kid again, <laughs> Dominic. The one that's like twice his height? Yeah, he brings him out to pretty much give his promo for him on Smojo, and yeah, then it gets into the gauntlet match. First, they go up against <laughs> Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson. Beat them under a minute. Like, yeah, way, way to uh, squash some of your tag team um, competitors. But there's this whole thing going on right now that they're in contract negotiations, negotiations right now, and yeah, they've stalled it. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows stalled it, so yeah, this we're, is pretty much what they're <clears throat> We're not, uh, 
putting you over while you stall out on us. Exactly. So, they went and ran through them. Then they go up against Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura. That goes a little longer, but run through them. Then they go up against the bar. Um, that match goes even longer, but still, they beat them. So after the match, just like last week, Usos come out. No, no. Oh, just like last week, like Eric Rowan did to Kofi. They beat him up after, after the win, leave him. But this time, the Usos is the next one out. I said, this is where I saw it from. No, this is dope because Usos come out, and even watching it, I'm like, Usos can't do this. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it depends. Are they face or are they heel right now? But I think they're face right now. So there's no way that they're gonna. Have, why would they do this? You know? Yeah. So when they call for the mic and they do the whole speech about their run-ins with the New Day and their respect and they forfeit the match. I was like, oh, that's big. Uh, what's his name? How he died? Freaking Biggie. Because he was in like Xavier's arms. He was like... It was like, yeah, respect, respect. But his head was just bouncing so much. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, yo, you are really into this. <laughs> He's never been shy to be expressive though. No, not at all. But <laughs> just have me rolling. So once that happened, you see Daniel O'Brien and Eric Rowan going in the background, tossing shit, pissed off. Yeah, so they get turned into the last one. They go and they get beat. By Count Daniel. out. Count out. Boom. So that's pretty much it. This is a strange way to finish it. Yeah. I mean, other than the actual count where people can get into it. But they threw the the table the over. table over them. So yeah. All of a sudden, the tables are heavy. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what SmackDown was. Kofi Kingston wins his spot again. Or does he? Because when the interviewer went to go speak to Vince in the back, he's like, yes, Kofi won, won his spot on WrestleMania 3. Yeah, he did say that. really a B-plus player beat Daniel Bryan. And then he gets back in his car. Yeah, so rumors is kind of weird. next week they're going to do a three-way match. All the New Day members. The winner gets the spot. And this could be where Biggie turns. This could just be people fan fiction. Or them, that them, Biggie turns. Them, um, this could be them uh, planting that seed for Raw after. Yeah. You know. And that whole thing is so they don't forfeit. If you forfeit, you, don't, you quit. Yeah. And if you don't fight in the match, you quit. So they have to do it. But yeah, so that was SmackDown. Pretty much the Kofi saga continues. Um, the clutterfuck of what this Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Beck thing continues. And the non existence of the rest of WWE continues. Did she do something? Who? Becky Lynch. She was speak talking on SmackDown about how Charlotte. No, I mean, I mean, I mean to really have her spot in the in the, the main event and everything. She won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I know. So was, first and foremost, there should be no way. Like that would have been my argument right away. When Vince McDan or not Vince, when Stephanie said you gotta fight for your spot, I'd have looked at her and said, I won the Royal Rumble. Does I, that mean nothing? Yeah. Are you saying Royal Rumble means nothing right now? And they're gonna, they're gonna have to say, no, it means something. Okay, cool. I'm in the match. So, Charlotte, if she doesn't win, you know what I mean? That's how they should have played it, but they're dumb. 
It's WWE. What can you say? Well, yeah. Um, should we continue this, or do you want to jump into the Kenny? There's three. So we can do the whole Kenny of the last part. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Well, what are your expectations of WrestleMania? I don't have any, really. Like... They say there's going to be... What? 17 matches. Way too many. 17? That's so much. How many? How much of that's going to be in the pre-show? A lot. And they say that's another reason um, Asuka lost. Because if Asuka went up against any of the other girls, that would be two less girls that could be in the Battle Royale. <laughs> so putting the belt on Charlotte where she's already in a match, now the rest of the girls can be in the Battle Royale. So now they can do the Andre guys, and they used to be called the Moolah. <laughs> or was it the Mae Young? The Mae Young. The Mae Young, and then they changed it. No, no. The Mae Young Classic is the um, is the one uh, for... Um, what up, Jet? What's up, Jet? The Mae Young Classic is from NXT. It's a tournament. I don't know what this one's called, then. This one was called, like, Fabulous Moolah or something, and then, like, this whole thing about how she was, like, a pimp. <laughs> Came out. They had to kill it. Hi, <coughs> hi. What up, Jet? What up, Tris? Please, big up the man, them. Saturday. But, yeah. So, yeah, me neither. I really have no expectations. Truly. It's, like, the first time, like, you don't expect it, like... They don't have like any big music acts. The music act is Elias. Their host is Alexa. So everything is like. That's a smart move. Though. <clears throat> That's a smart move though. If um, if they're getting, they're definitely getting a cut of this album. So. But the one upside about this is if you <laughs> this guy loves bliss. One upside about this whole thing is that they're keeping it in house. There's no. Other than Brock Lesnar, no older guys coming. Well, the Triple H and Batista, but no one's actually within the the belt situations. What's funny is the uh, Triple H Batista actually leads us into our next uh, oh, it does. topic, and I wasn't even thinking about that before. <laughs> Jet says, "Man's look fried." You see, uh, it's because we have a new sponsor, Space Out Experience. Check them out on IG. At Space that Experience, they've been holding us down. As you can see, I've um, started sampling. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we feel like a nice stuff, you know? Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. Oh yeah. So now we're gonna move on. Okay. Oh, so no, it's not. That's that's not the same company. That's a that's a product oh, that they. Oh, I think yours was um Death Bubba. Oh, you're talking about the. The actual yeah oh I right thought you there. meant the um thing <laughs> yeah this is this is death bubble yeah it's from spaced out yeah Space, it's from spaced, spaced out, out experiences right yeah okay yeah. you're asking it's just from spaced out yo past that <laughs> trace is having a few for you yo what how did I get it to <laughs> what the what? <laughs> this show was like thirty minutes. Let me see. Oh, that's why. Because I keep. <laughs> yeah, you can just start. Not the minutes. Starting, they're just going and going. Uh, we'll do. We'll do. All right. 
So now we're into the third part of our show, which is random shit. I think we already like got into that. <laughs> but yeah. You got better though? Maybe we should just check you on our own because David. David. Hugging all the bud and shit. <laughs> Part three random shit. Alright, so Trace watched a documentary today yeah. on a wrestler. His name is Kenny Omega, Canadian dude. He's pretty much like the biggest wrestler <clears throat> right now. If you guys aren't into professional wrestling, don't worry about it. But yeah, so give us a review of the documentary you saw. So Kenny Omega, he starts out in the indies. He gets a call up to uh, WWE, and it doesn't really work out for him. He doesn't. He doesn't like the environment. Uh, David skated. <laughs> I love how it sounds like David. Yeah, it does. Definitely does. Oh shit, mans are up the AEW. Yeah, yeah, we know. A little bit, a little bit. I try not to talk about them because they truly don't exist yet. So it's like it's a pipe dream right now. Like yeah, people are getting cash out of it. They're getting paid out of it, but it's nothing right now. But anyways, continue. Yeah. So um. He, he gets the call up, he gets to the environment, he realizes he doesn't like it, it's not for him. He's wondering, you know, he starts wondering if he should continue doing it, and then he just goes all out, pretty much. Hmm. Um, but I I thought it was very um, similar to how, you know, musicians are, as far as um, building up their value, and then having, instead of going to the people, um, they that you want them to control your stuff. Um, you can make the decision and say, hey, I can do it on my own right. type of thing. You want them to come to you instead of you going to them. That's pretty much what AEW is, right? Yeah. So, in that... Huh. I thought it was... I thought it was... Uh, the first half, I thought, was really um, dope because it focused on him. And then the second half... They kind of got into a storyline, and they're just kind of like, you know, I think you could have fleshed out more of what was going on in that time instead of uh, what could be a work. Right. So. But yeah. Well, I didn't watch it. I didn't really care. It's Kenny Omega. He's cool, but he's not in WWE. I'm that guy. If you're not in WWE, I just don't care. I'll say one thing. Um... I thought it was really ballsy of them to put the the clip of him uh, wrestling the girl. Oh, the little uh, teen? Or not teen, like the nine-year-old? Yeah. He said, well, it's an actual company owned by Billionaire. Their first show is Double or Nothing. Is on May 25th in Las Vegas. Jericho verse. Yeah, I know all that. But they still need a TV show. They still need a TV show. Or they're... They're nothing like WWE. Or they can't compete against WWE. No, that, that takes a lot more. Like, And then, when they get a TV show, is it going to be good? We hope it's going to be good, but we don't know. Yeah. It could be too many cooks in the kitchen, for all we know. Did... Like, I hope the best, but... Right now, they don't exist. Like, they need a TV show. Did they really have the Kenny Omega CM Punk at one point? No. Or was that a just... They're just them talking shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Na tudom, hogy filmpunk az álmai, de itt nagyon bekinni. I don't know if that's what he said. I know WWE is not particularly fond of going back to. But no, he's I don't adamant think... about everything. Anytime they bring it up, he said, I'm not going back. He's like, I'm not going back. He's adamant. He's not going back for shit. Okay. But yeah. So, in this whole story of Kenny Omega, Trace tied it back to music. Record companies. So, as you know, today, it's kind of funny how wrestling and music is running parallel. That you don't need the big companies anymore. Yeah. You can do everything on your own. You can set your own time. You can do everything as long as you hustle. And it's just weird how they both go parallel to each other. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he he really just built up his value and then he's just like, you know, thanks but no thanks type of thing. Yeah. Like, today, is it really worth signing to a label? I don't see what the, ups- the, the upside is in 2019. I say the upside would be, well... I guess there wouldn't be because nowadays labels will sign people that have already built themselves up. Yeah. They don't build people up anymore. Yeah. So the upside would have been having an A&R, having a marketing department, having a, you know what I mean? Having all that behind you. But if they're waiting for you to blow up in your first place, it really makes no sense. Yeah. Because you've already, once you've achieved it, you've, you've done it on your own. Right. So... All the social media platform labels come to you. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it's like, but at the same time, is it easy to get caught or to get snatched up by labels online or not? Is it better for somebody, we'll say, is only getting 100K views where they're not getting millions? Is it better for them to go towards a label to help build them up where they can get up to, you know what I mean? I think anybody that gets those type of numbers on their own can generate more on their own. I think all you really need is that really good push by yourself to get to respectable numbers. Once once, once you get that, then what else do you need? You're, you're well, really there's always your more because even the bigger artists to this day, they st- they'll sign to labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Labels have those connections that you don't have to go find. They know they're going to make the money, so they're going to connect you to this person, they're going to connect you to this person, they're going to connect you to this company, this sponsor. Well, depending, because it all depends on what kind of deal you have. If you have a straight-up OG deal where it's just distribution, they might help you out, they might not. If you have a 360, they're giving you the world because they know they're collecting off of everything you do. And they're getting so much more. So much more. It's not a it's not a fifty fifty deal. A lot, of, a lot of people when they hear three sixty they think they hear three sixty <clears throat> and they assume it has to be here and it's not. Those labels those those are like seventy thirty deals. Probably across the board. That's crazy. Probably. Cause 'cause it just means it makes up three sixty. It doesn't mean it's which means that they it's get a fair. piece of everything, but yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean that it you're equals. There's always the assumption that it was a fifty fifty in the end. Yeah. But even fifty fifty is too much. If I'm touring, I'm doing all this stuff. Does you the want, label you want that master P deal? He's a miller. I gotta rub my millers. He had that that uh what was it? 
85-15 split. Did you hear the story about his first uh, flying to go get signed? So Master P was Master P goes to Universal to go get signed. He has his brother C Murder with him. Yeah. So when he goes to get signed, they offer him a million dollars for his label. They give him a label, all that stuff. He said no. He said fuck it. On the plane back, C Murder is going nuts. Like C Murder is, like, I can't believe you turned down a million dollars. Blah blah blah. No, they were driving. From were they driving? Okay. From what I remember, they were driving. So he's like spazzing on P, like, yo, you should have took the million. It's a million dollars. We don't have a million dollars. And P looked at him and was like, listen, if they're ready to give us a million dollars. That means we're worth 10. Exactly. That means we're worth 10 because they must know they're going to make that million dollars back. Plus and then some. some. So, nah, I ain't signing for a million. And yeah. he got the wicked deal. Without Master P, there would be no cash money deal. Yeah. Which, we'll say rapper, do you actually can look up to? Do you look up to? Cormega, Freddie Fox. Why them? Because they were one of the the earlier, like the two earlier guys that went independent. Like, when it wasn't cool to be independent. Oh, oh, don't mind me. It's just me fucking up. Um... But yeah, when it wasn't cool to be independent, they were independent and selling respectable numbers. Oh, hold on. So Triz was saying, Cody Rhodes said, fuck Stardust. I'm going to create my own brand, own name, and gain success. It's just like music. Wow. Definitely. 100%. Uh, the comparison is crazy. Um, Coconut Oil says, how do you guys feel about underground rappers who don't believe in labels like Immortal Technique? Immortal is a lyrical genius. Yeah, he knows his lane. He's really good at... Um He's he's marketed himself. He's branded himself. And there's artists like, like that, like Immortal Technique. From he like couldn't sign to a label and do the music he does. Yeah. There's no way. Like they don't know how to promote an artist like him. And Immortal Technique put in mad work. Yeah, mad work to be able to build himself up to what he is. Look at Tech Nine. That too. Tech Nine without label created his own label. And he was originally signed to Quincy Jones's label. You see it. His first deal, uh, Quest Records. I think it was him and uh, Tamiya. <laughs> That's such a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a big difference. Guess which one they kept? <laughs> Tamiya. And guess who's making more money now? Tech Nine. Well, Tamiya's married to Grand, Grand Hill, so she is a lot of money right now. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah. Uh, underground rappers, that way, though... As long as you know your lane, that's what matters. Yeah. There's, there's, like, looking at Griselda, I wish they had stayed independent. Yeah, that's what we just said. What do you think? What do you guys think about Griselda Records? <sighs> yeah. I wish they would have stayed Griselda, independent. I'm, like, sort of familiar uh, with them. They're the ones who signed with um, Eminem, right? Yeah. No rapper should sign with Eminem. <laughs> no rapper should sign with Eminem. Eminem has no clue how to run a label. Eminem is yeah. a wicked, 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 wicked artist. Yeah. But he's when it comes to being a label head, no clue. It's like Joe Budden said. He, he signs rappers he likes, but it's more like because he likes them. He, I mean, every artist. I seen it like there's a shit. What's her name? Skylar Gray. The singer Skylar Gray that Eminem signed. And he still made her do one of 
made her, and she's a wicked singer, made her do an Eminem type track where it's all goofy and shit. Yeah. She never sold. But if you listen to that album that they dropped on Shady, she had a whole bunch of shit that might not be like hits to some people, but I could hear it on have a the following. radio. Exactly. Nah, man. He has no clue. Griselda should never sign with them. Yeah, but they did. They've been signed with them for like two years now. I'd shake my head, man. I'd shake my head. Um, People like that go against the system. Definitely. Right now, is there a system? Is there really a system? Like, system is... System is broken. System is down. System is down. Um, That camp is... I can't even see the faces. But I can only assume it's head explodings. Now, Conway dropping the first label CD soon. We'll see what the product sounds like. So It's going to sound like a freaking album full of Eminem beats. <clears throat> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't Listen think... to every album that dropped on Shady. Yeah, but... Down the, to Slaughterhouse. The, the difference... Eminem with, beats. The difference with them, especially with... Um, comparing it to Slaughterhouse, is not really that. Like, like Griselda has a sound. Not like a... They have their sound... But they can have, like, like Slaughterhouse can have a couple different sounds. Right. Like, this is Griselda's lane. But and that's, like, I don't think you're going to see anything. And not this time. Alchemist and Derringer. Derringer. Listen. Mob Deep had a sound. Then they signed a G-Unit. And that album was a G-Unit album. It was. So, but Derringer I, might be their big guy. But in the end, because Eminem's the money, he has last say on everything. I don't so think if he you... feels they need this type of song for this reason or that reason, he's going to put those songs on it, which will fuck with the whole flow of the album. I don't think he's... I think he's going to leave them be. The <laughs> Blood Money was... I'm not saying it was a bad album. I'm just saying it was a G-Unit album. <laughs> I'm just it saying was. There was, it was a there G-Unit was a, there album. Was a, there was a distinction between <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, Mob Deep, still dope, but... It was a G-Unit album. It was totally different than any other Mob Deep album there was out. Yeah. Or a Prodigy album. Prodigy was... His albums were dope. But yeah. Oh, what else? Coconut Oil is true. Blood Money was ill. But you're biased. Okay. It's got a nice spot on my shelf still. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad <laughs> album. I'm just saying it's a G-Unit album. So when you put it on your shelf... Don't put it with the Mob Deep albums. Yeah. Put it with the 50 Cent albums. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of like what a Mace album would have sounded like on G-Unit. Yo, Mace album would have been tough. Yo, Murder Mace with G-Unit. Yo, I... Think about like all the 50s hooks and stuff that would be influenced right? on the Mace album. And you know 50 at that time. Or Mace loves to sing himself, right? Yeah. I'm laughing true. Murder Mace. I'm telling you, Murder Mace was wicked. Mace, honestly, Harlem World's probably like one of my top five albums. And I'm the guy who says Illmatic isn't classic. Just so you guys know. Just letting you guys know where I live. And what up, Price? How could I add your podcast to my promo run? Bro, actually, we have you on our list. So we're going to talk to you. <laughs> Specs don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh remember I'm what from up, Sudbury there's a difference up, <laughs> there's a difference but what up bro uh, yeah price we're gonna link we're gonna link cause we actually have you on our list so we're gonna talk about that 
Uh, Mace converted to Islam, didn't he? Nope, that was Loon. Tristan <laughs> said, not classic, we need to talk. Listen, he's trying to talk to me. Move, bitch! Get that, out the way! That fucker over the there, way. who's really loud, tried to talk to me. Yeah. Mo tried to talk to me. I'm just saying, Illmatic is dope. <laughs> I'm just saying, Elmatic is dope and all, but it was written was better. Crooks, what up? Whatever. <laughs> I've seen a post where people were hating on Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt was only classic after Jay-Z got big. Reasonable Doubt wasn't like the greatest album, but... What? <laughs> I'm going to piss a lot of people off today. So, I just, <laughs> what is the world coming to? Crooks, May 2nd album's trash. Yo, we're never going to talk about no second album. May 2nd yeah. album is not even a conversation. <laughs> Double Up is a... Mm, hey, but the Get Ready single that. was we dope. We cut that, we cut that. The Get Ready single was dope. About, we back, we back, we... Mm, we don't talk about that. First album, Yo, cool. Get Ready was dope. 22 twos was wicked. I'm not saying the whole album wasn't crazy. No, the album. I'm just saying the whole the album, album wasn't. was crazy. It wasn't was classic. I'm just saying. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan said, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I didn't. The first the first J album I heard was the, the second album, volume one. Nah. And then I went back and heard Reasonable Doubt. Tribe is classic. I can't even knock Tribe. Tribe has been classic. No. First J song I heard was Can't Knock the Hustle. Can't Knock the Hustle was wicked when I first heard it. It was on a Clue tape. Mm. Hey, Clue's got one of his mixtapes on, uh, like the old, old mixtape from like 97. No, nah, I had two on iTunes. Uh, Apple Actually, on, a, on this Clue tape, there was Bone a... Thugs. What little Kim song was it? Uh, the beat goes... Killers be quiet, my niggas run the riots. Tough talk, shit is walk, shit is tired. So... Okay. That song, there was on the Clue tape, which had a full diss verse to Tupac. First time I've heard it, last time I've heard it. Can't find that full diss anywhere else. But Lil' Kim was dissing Tupac. It was the first time I heard it. Bone Thugs, East 99. That was a big song. Uh, oh, East 99 was the album too. I wasn't crazy about Bone Thugs, but that song was crazy. Crossroads, obviously. Uh, Bone Thugs are the best. Clue makes decent albums. Or made, I should say. Yeah. Clue made some dope He did make albums. dope albums. Can't even knock that. The first professional joint. The Firm album. <sighs> your, um, your eyes have kind of read this. <laughs> the Firm album was decent. The Firm album was Firm decent. album. I had so much hope for the Firm album. So much hope for the Firm album. Yeah. Like, when you hear about it. Well, when you first heard about it, it was Nas, Cormega, Foxy, and AZ. Sean Carter was good, but Sean dirty. Price is the best. On the Sean Price is the goat. I'm not even gonna lie. Sean Price is nice. He makes me want to fight people. So you know, I, that's I, I try not to listen music. to him. I try that's not to listen to too much because he gets me like angry. That's workout music. <laughs> he gets me angry as fuck. Uh, specs. I live for these hip hop debates. That's what hip hop is, man. It's so big. Why not? Oh, coconut oil. David is here. Where's Yola? Where's Yola? Cause she was asking for David too. I don't know who that is. Is it Yola Unicorn? 
No, no, sorry. Mary and Jane. She said oh, you have a package Jane? for us. Oh, yeah, package upstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembers the package now. I've been remembered. I posted it. Y'all didn't post it. <laughs> oh. Hey. You see how the man move. Hey. But, yeah. So, for the video, we're going to wrap this up. This is another episode of Casual Fan. We're going to continue over here because this is fun as fuck. But, yeah. Another episode of Casual Fan. Tune in next week as we do 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 do. Bless up. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to keep this shit safe and safe. <laughs>